Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. This is Kelsey here today with Christian Brown. He's the Chief Marketing Officer at Gluey. Christian, welcome to the show. Hi, Kelsey. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, Christian, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, oh, that's a, that's kind of a big question. So 24 years old from Massachusetts, um, went to university in Chicago, grew up like in the social space, spent a lot of time like yeah. in New York and LA, like through end of high school, all through college, like working in social, um, where I like when I was in LA working on different projects, like with influencers, building brands, running like social pages and like just in different entrepreneurial ventures in that space. Mm-hmm. I was actually like staying, um, on my friend's couch and one of his roommates, really good friend of mine at the time, Dylan, like we would go out, work on different projects together. Uh, And then as like time went on and I was finishing my degree, Dylan called me. He's like, Hey, you know, like I'm going to head down. If this is around the time that COVID was starting, um, I'm going to head down to Florida and uh, start working on this project. You want to come? And I was on like the next flight out the the following morning. And now I've been like a back and forth, like Tampa, LA, Boston home, like over the past like year and a half. So kind of bounce around, but like, at my core, just 24 years old, love the internet, love Twitter, love social media, and just love hanging out. Love that. So tell me about Gluey. So Gluey is an exclusive double-sided marketplace for brands and creators to connect, collaborate, and execute paid brand deals. So on the creator side, creators download, apply to get into our community. Um, once accepted, our application team looks over and vets based on like a minimum follower count, engagement rate, brand likability, community guidelines. Um, once accepted in to our iOS and Android application, creators can come in, authenticate their accounts. So basically allow Meta, be Instagram, Facebook, allow TikTok, YouTube, et cetera, uh, to have those permissions so that we can say, okay, yeah. here's your engagement rate, here's your real-time follower account, and then we can look a little bit under the hood on the statistics there. We pull all that information yeah. in, creators are allowed to build portfolios, set their own rates, and then they get to exist in the platform. Yeah. Brands on the other side have their own web platform that is solely based around data, connecting with new creators, finding new creators that match like their ICP and their mm-hmm. build and what they're looking for, mm-hmm. and then engaging whether it's uh, posting campaigns into the feed or utilizing our marketplace or a vast array of other feature sets that we have but our main goal is for a brand to post a brand deal looking for x amount of creators whether it's 1 10 100 and creators that qualify based on location their following audience Mm -hmm. um their age their preferences their categorical standing and niche then we can link those up and then everything from contracts communications data tracking etc all happens in one seamless flow in the platforms yeah so it's kind of a niche area it sounds like you would think. And when looking at the creator space, yeah. um, there's like internationally hundreds of millions of people mm-hmm. just on Instagram or Meta's platforms okay. as well as TikTok daily. And uh-huh. of that, um, there was over 23,000 TikTok accounts mm-hmm. up to September of this year that had over a million followers yeah. um, and are excelling beyond that. And that number's scaling exponentially. And so there's millions of creators internationally yeah. uh, that meet that like 25,000 or more follower account build. And people every single day are looking and looking and looking and expanding their social media usage to be a creator and to yeah. go into that creator economy. Yeah. And so the industry itself is booming and flourishing yeah. as we are kind of like at the same time. Yeah, that's fantastic. So how did you grow or how did Gluey grow during COVID? 
so COVID was like, and, and that era, I don't want to say COVID, but like the era that was centered yeah. around that time period on the timeline was like kind of our incubator space. And so we took that not being in school, like transitioning into remote school yeah. um, at the end of senior year, really weird times. Mm-hmm. Everyone was kind of like, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, so that opened up like just a lot of time for us to really hit the ground running and building. Yeah. And so around that time were like our first iterations of prototypes. It was fine. Identifying product market fit for the long term, for the mm-hmm. short term, uh, working with a lot of creators that we knew, whether they were close in our circle or whether we were mm-hmm. reaching out to them, doing a ton mm-hmm. and ton of surveying mm-hmm. um, and just figuring out exactly what we wanted to build in these platforms as well mm-hmm. as working. So I studied uh, PR advertising at my mm-hmm. university. So I actually leveraged a lot of my communications I had with mm-hmm. my professors that came from the ad world to learn like, okay, at the big agency, what are they looking for? Mm-hmm. What are the platforms? What are they wanting to buy? What are they wanting to see? What's who's mm-hmm. whose boss wants to see what? And then mm-hmm. kind of building that North Star and from there working back. And so the timeline of COVID was that incubation space mm-hmm. from building out the North Star, whether that was like the three-year or five-year goals we had preset, mm-hmm. and then kind of taking it all the way back to like, okay, where are we now and how are yeah. we going to build a team? How are we going to build the platforms? How are yeah. we going to go market, et cetera? So yeah. it was a lot of like literally building the foundation like cementing the bottom of the house and then from there trying to build up like the skeleton of the house Mm -hmm. per se yeah absolutely and that foundation is one of the most important parts right so building on a strong foundation and then working your way up on that go-to-market talk to me about what that platform looks like so someone's someone's new to gluey what does that platform look like so for brands, um, it is very much, it's a very welcoming experience. And so mm-hmm. once you enter through the platform, um, you have there's different pages you can go to, kind of like pronged approaches. Mm-hmm. And so one of them is the data analytics page. Once that's filled in, we have interactive, um, engageable data sets. So allowing yourself to see all of your accumulated data from mm-hmm. the the influencer posts that have been deployed mm-hmm. on like a traditional line graph, also seeing in pie graph form, being able to filter by quarter, by date, by week, by range, mm-hmm. and then also breaking it down by social. And so let's say you're a brand and you're working with creators across Instagram and TikTok. Well, mm-hmm. you're going to have your total sum of your impressions. A lot of brands are at like the one to five million mark now. Yeah. Um, and so you can see that grow from the time you started all the way to the day that we're at right now, updating okay. in real time. And then you can break it down per social type, which would then like highlight the line. And then on there, you'll get to see in the timeline across the x-axis where the campaigns that you published, where the post went live. So like, it's nice to see, okay, we were like kind of gradual and then boom, a campaign went live, hockey stick. And yeah. just, you know, the millions of impressions that come in off that our yeah. marketplace is like an elegant experience as like, it's something that we're so prided in the creators themselves, they create their portfolios and they go into the marketplace. Brands can go in, they can filter everything from like price range to location, to social platform, to niche, to category, mm-hmm. all the way through to like the audience of the creators and say like, Hey, I have this specific ICP. So I need a creator that needs to perfectly match that. And I need to work with them. And then they can see the preset rates by the creator, reach out to them, engage with them on a one-to-one experience right through that marketplace oh wow that's interesting that makes it uh much more personalized i can imagine yeah and so like we spent a lot of time over the duration of this year working on that personalization feature Mm -hmm. uh and that goes through kind of looking at our chat function it's not just exactly like a one-to-one little chat right we built Mm -hmm. out this beautiful window where on the left you can see all your campaigns click a campaign it'll filter all the creators in the campaign and then in those one-to-one chats where you can see in the middle you can chat with creators you can send media files Mm -hmm. uh everything from contracting the whole experience can happen in the chat and then on the right hand side you can even see okay this creator i'm speaking to where 
they from? What are their socials? Yeah. What's their total follower count? What campaign am I working on them with? If there's a contract through our app, we put it there. You get yeah. to see the exact impression count they've got for you. So we're building different brand advocates through that yeah. communication funnel, through the connection piece of the platform. Yeah, totally. So you talked about brands and then creators. Talk to mm -hmm. me more about that ICP. So on both sides, it's, it's vastly different. Um, and so on the creator side, it is so it's very primarily location based. So we're just accepting creators in the US right now um, and creators that are suitable for work, creators that want to be a creator full time uh, and people that are excelling on social media. And so that looks a lot different than the brand one and the creator one and the whole marketing for that is a whole different entity. But on the creator side, it's primarily just saying, OK, we need creators that want to get more brand deals, that want to monetize their following, that want to be in a community, that want to be a part of something exclusive that once in has an inclusive feel to it of that group mm -hmm. um and creators are downloading i'd say we're at about 1500 creators downloading a week yeah. so i mean we just surpassed our 25,000 download mark application mark which is really cool yeah, and that's growing sure. exponentially yeah on the brand side of things that's a little more icp focused okay. and so we look at like what we're doing as a platform on like an offering side. So with all these different feature functionality sets, we've broken it down into just our starters package, our essentials package, our growth package, et cetera, different mm -hmm. agency packages we offer. And based on those, when buying those packages that offers a level of functionality that's tailored for each experience. And so okay. with that, we have different ICPs per. Yeah. Um, and so we have like our, our starter our growth, our essentials and our agency ICPs. Mm -hmm. And these break all the way down. And so okay. what we do is we try to like, and I think this is a great exercise for anyone building out ICPs, but yeah. we try to meet these people. So we create these figures as a team and then we create them as if we want to be friends with them. Mm -hmm. And then we know everything about them down to like exactly what they do, what coffee they drink, how they take their coffee, mm -hmm. like what they do on social. If they're on Instagram, okay, what are they posting, right? Yeah. And we'll go through that. But we break it down to the point that like we know these people, we give them names. And then anytime we're working with different clients that mm -hmm. fit different buckets, we know kind of how to talk to them and how to gauge those right. conversations going into it yeah. because we can qualify them in our ICP buckets. And so oh, I love like, that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And so like looking at it, like we can take it top down, like from the the most umbrella function mm -hmm. of it, which is like your entry level concept of an ICP. So it's age, mm -hmm. it's location, it's gender, it's pronouns. Mm -hmm. um, it's everything from their marital status. Do they have kids? Do they not have kids? Okay, where are they from versus where do they work now? Okay, where did they, when did they move to that city? Are they in a city? Are they working remote? Um, do they like working remote? Like it's all yeah. of that kind of like getting to know them level. Yeah. And then from there, we break it down like, okay, who are they on social media? Because you can meet somebody, right? And like, this is definitely something that pertains to our industry. You meet somebody in real life and mm -hmm. then you can see their social medias and they might really mesh that perfectly mm -hmm. or it might be polar and they mm -hmm. might be like, whoa oh my gosh you are totally different in a good way in a bad way in a medium yeah. way than you are online so like now let's break down their social media so like if they're younger chances are their primary use of social is going to be instagram tiktok whereas if they're a little in the older millennial sector chances mm -hmm. are they're going to spend more time on facebook and they're not going to have snapchat mm -hmm. um, and so breaking that down okay so for our younger folks on instagram what do they post 
who do they follow? Who do they not follow? If they don't follow someone, is it a conscious not follow? Or is it like they never got around to following them? Like, and it's kind of the big ones. Like, do you follow Elon Musk? If no, then why? Okay, obviously, you're probably not going to follow someone that's problematic. Okay, and why? And who do you follow as leaders, as thought leaders, as people in whatever space you're in? Um, What brands do you like? What brands do you engage with? How many people do you follow? And of that, how many are your real friends? Like, a lot of these different factors go into building that persona. Uh, for some of our older millennial folks in our ICPs, it's like, okay, well, do you, when you go to the bar on the weekend or like go for breakfast, are you posting the brunch? Are you not posting the brunch? Are you tagging the location? If so, like, are you tagging your friends? Is it a boomerang? Is it an Instagram post? Yeah. On LinkedIn, how are you talking? Is it long form? Is it short, short form? Are you more yeah. like pompous on LinkedIn? Are you more like, oh, I want to share everything on LinkedIn? So we really break down how they use social so that we can really feel like we follow them. Not only do we know them, but we now feel like we follow them. Yeah. And then then it breaks down to like, all right, now let's go to a day in the life of them at work. So uh-huh. it's like, let's go to work with them, hypothetically, right? Yeah. Let's go to work with them and let's figure out their values and their goals. So uh-huh. like we break down what is person, person A's goal one at work, goal two, goal three. And then how does that pertain to like them, whether they want a promotion or whether they're like a solopreneur and they want to scale their business up mm-hmm. or whether they are an entry level position and they really want to just climb the ranks. Mm-hmm. What are those goals at their organization? Mm-hmm. And then what are their values? Their like personal values that they bring yeah. to work. Like maybe they value teamwork. Maybe they value collaboration. Mm-hmm. Maybe they value like having a good work environment and culture. Mm-hmm. So like understanding those when they're at work yeah. allows you to then know how those are going to go in to build their goals, which will then kind of reflect who they are. Right. Yeah. As breaking it down. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, now let's like, let's go hang out with them after work. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, when you're not at work, whether it's like your morning coffee or it's your afternoon dinner uh, or like your like couple hours between dinner and going to bed, whatever, what does this person do to consume content and information um, we look at like, do they read books? Yes or no. If it's a yes, what type of books do they read? Do they still get magazines? If they get magazines and like physical magazines, well, what is holding them to that subscription? Like what's the value add that still makes them get subscriptions in the mail compared to reading online? Mm -hmm. What newspapers do they read? And if so, is it a physical newspaper? What do they like about that? Or Mm -hmm. do they subscribe to something online? If they subscribe to something online, you have to break it down. Like why do they subscribe to this news and not this news? Because you need to know like everything about them. Um, And then furthermore, like that'll all allow us to see like how they consume content. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you need to know like of all that content they consume, what makes them click? What brings that to the next level? So you look at inspiration and it's like, are they getting their inspiration from like blogs and mood boards and like Instagram pages? Yeah. Okay. Well, like what are those curated like, or are they getting their inspiration from like their favorite nonfiction writer or their favorite op-ed journalist that's writing in the New York times. Right. So it's like understanding what makes them click will allow you as a marketer, like if you could skip all of this Mm -hmm. and inject your content or your product or service into places that make these people click mm-hmm. and like now you're hitting that like euphoric moment where someone's like oh i have a free moment i'm going to dive into this mm-hmm. it's something i love and then if they're like opened up to a product or service during that moment mm-hmm. well now you're hitting like an emotion that's way beyond oh i'm at work i'm getting an email yeah so it's like knowing all that um and then it's like at the end of the day you know how everyone's like I don't know. I, I definitely do this right lay in bed. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's so much to do tomorrow. There's so much to do next week. There's like, oh, I know I'm going to wake up at like eight 30 to a million Slack messages. There's like that moment of like tomorrow work or like yeah. 
the future of work. Mm-hmm. So it's like getting into their mind at that time. Mm-hmm. And that can be at the end of the workday, in the beginning of the workday, whenever, but mm-hmm. knowing what challenges they face at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times for any B2B company, like trying to sell business to business products or services, that's really important. And that's a game we play for the brands is that like, okay, how are we going to communicate through marketing, through messaging, through our different channels, like omni-channel, multi-channel, mm-hmm. et cetera, to this person that our product or service, in the case, our technology platform is actually going to solve the pain points mm-hmm. they have at work. Mm-hmm. Is going back to their work goals or yeah. if they want to get a promotion, they need to excel and they need to perform better. Mm-hmm. If they want to scale their company, well, they need to do X, Y, Z in the marketing sector to generate revenue to, to do so. Yeah. So it's like, identifying their challenges at work mm-hmm. and like those roadblocks that are not allowing them to scale or get to that like next level mm-hmm. of goal and then inserting yourself as a solution. Mm-hmm. Now you're, now you're finding like you're definitely sliding in your platform or service right. uh, into a time of need. Right. And so it's like knowing those Absolutely. and then being able to like identify them. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Like that's, yeah. that's quintessential to all of this, but you can't do that if you don't know the person and you don't right. know what they, they post and you don't know how they act and et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, and then if you're selling software like us, for example, objections for purchase, right. Understanding what might hold them back, whether they're not the person that has the budgetary item sheet or they don't mm-hmm. have the say to do this, or it's not time right now, or mm-hmm. it's too much money, knowing all the objections that are going to come beforehand. Mm-hmm. So when you go for the sale, you're ready for all of them. And then mm-hmm. as a good salesperson, you could even combat that with an array of different objectifying statements that will kind of bounce that back. Yeah, absolutely. Super interesting. And as the chief marketing officer, besides having these super dialed in ICPs, talk to me a little bit more about what the marketing strategy looks like. Um, so for us on the, it's kind of like, two-sided again. So there's Mm -hmm. the creator concept of it. And then there's the brand concept of it on Mm -hmm. the creator side. um, We are just continuing, continuing and continuing to grow. Like we Mm kind of look at it like, okay, we're going to like, we're a little fire right now and it's just going to grow exponentially across the Mm -hmm. country. And so that is its own sector. That's pretty much done on social media. So a lot of that is done through the communication channels that social offer creating Mm -hmm. content, a really fun strategy we use is that we actually invest in our own creators. So we use our platform to connect with creators so they can post gluey created content about our platform on social for other creators in their circle. And that does extraordinarily well. And so we run a lot of social plays, email marketing plays, et cetera. And it's all about finding the ICP and then finding who they follow and then targeting who they follow so that the person that they follow that creates the content, the trickle effect occurs Mm -hmm. Um, on the brand side. It's a lot different. It's a lot more of a mature approach, which has been a very interesting and very, very fun obstacle course for us as like a very young Gen Z marketing team is like, okay, how do we actually put ourselves in that older, like older shoe, older mind, older marketing persona and create content for them. And a lot of what we've been doing is the educational piece. Mm -hmm. And so what's really worked for us um, is coming out and being like, hey, we grew up in this space. We know this space so well. We've done extensive research on this space. We've connected with thousands and thousands and thousands of creators. We have all of this content built up Mm -hmm. and we just eat, breathe and sleep it because like it's so authentic and organic for us. And so Mm -hmm. we took a lot of that like core passion and fire that that we 
like have lit in this industry. And we've turned that into whether it's like 30 page eBooks or webinars Mm -hmm. or different series that we're um, expecting to release in the coming months that are showing like, here's what's going on in social right Mm -hmm. now for a marketer, for someone that's older, for someone that's not 22, 23, 24, that's like in the space all day long. And so it's like taking what's going on on a larger scale Mm -hmm. and then kind of putting a magnifying glass on it and Mm -hmm. summarizing it and giving that content in bite size uh, to other marketers in this space. Like it just allows us to be thought leaders. It allows us to prove that Gluey as a platform is run by people that are very, very much like indulged in what we're doing and it, mm-hmm. and very much like enthusiastic about it and scholastic about it, right? Mm-hmm. Everything we're doing, it just it's trying to put that emphasis on thought leadership mm-hmm. as an organization. So when brands are coming to us, they have that trust, they have that durability, they know what we want to portray and how they can do that with our platform. Yeah, everything is very meticulous and intentionally done, it sounds like, throughout your marketing yeah. strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And we throw a lot of stuff at the wall and see what sticks like here. Yeah. And we have a lot. We definitely have a lot of fun. And like Absolutely. going back to being a young team, we're, yeah. we're definitely going through the motions. Like there's a lot of things. So many things, actually, I can okay. say, like as a leader of the team and as an individual myself, that 12 months ago, we didn't know. We didn't understand. We had we could conceptualize but we couldn't execute on Mm -hmm. and so what we did is we just broke it down as a team right like really as a friend group we were like well we need to learn this to be the best marketers we need to actually learn exactly what our favorite companies are doing and so we study things like um hubspot figma Mm -hmm. some other b2b's that like we really really look up to and we said okay what are they doing what's their messaging Mm -hmm. how is this working what are their drip sequences like what are their flows so like now if you were to look at all of our workflows and our automations like it looks like a spider web it is it is one of the most elegant things i've ever seen our team is so fantastic (laughs) with that but if you take it back a year ago and it was just like myself and a few others uh, in marketing it was like "Hmm, okay well we need to write email drip sequences we need to send them out three times a week we need to send them out to a hundred thousand people so it's just like it's matured very well and that came with like throwing darts at the wall Mm. and seeing what would stick and return Mm-hmm. So if someone wanted to access Gluey, where would they go? So that's a great question. Um, www.gluey.com mm-hmm. is a great source of information to learn all about our platform, mm-hmm. all about our offerings, to see our pricing models, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then from there, that will take you into app.gluey.io, mm-hmm. which is our technology site. And so on both of those domains, an individual is eligible to learn about our platform, um, to engage with the platform, and to sign up as a brand on the platform. Mm-hmm. And for creators, um, Gluey on App Store, so whether that's the Google Play Store or Apple iOS, yeah. um, just download Gluey and apply. It's about a yeah. 60 second application process. And that's that. And there you are. Fantastic. So mm-hmm. Christian, if you wanted to leave our listeners with one piece, one little nugget about Gluey, about the, about the space, what would that be? That's a great question. So I would say one specific bit of information is that it's not necessary when working with influencers and influencer marketing for brands, it's very important to look at your product and your service and your your ICP, your intended consumer. And then what you can do, going back to what we spoke about earlier, is run through these methods and know how to build that ICP list. Mm-hmm. And then what you need to do is find creators that meet that ICP. Mm-hmm. And so when working with influencers, it should be very known that people follow people like them. People follow mm-hmm. individuals that they look up to. Why they look up to them? Because that person offers something to the following individual that they don't have. Yeah. 
So finding creators that fit your ICP, that have a high following and a high concentration of followers that match that, that have an intended audience similar to your ICP, Uh that is going to be the best case scenario. And that is going to return the best results compared to going for your Kim Kardashians, your Bella Hadid's, et cetera. Like finding a true creator that really, really wants to work with your brand or multiple of them and is enthusiastic about that and Mm -hmm. finding them through a platform that is going to track the data, understand Mm -hmm. the metrics, allow you to send contracts, Mm -hmm. have payable solutions, chat communication functions, all that end-to-end suite Mm -hmm. is going to be infinitely better than going out and shooting out cold emails to your favorite influencer that someone spoke about one time. Right, right. Well, Christian, this has been a fantastic conversation, super insightful, and I think very beneficial to our listeners. Again, Christian Brown, he's the Chief Marketing Officer at Gluey. Christian, thanks for being on the show. Kelsey, thank you again for having me, and I look forward to chatting in the future. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.